super late episode of The Lava Pool. I'm your host, Sam, Dr. Fidget Harsma, and joining me today, I have Tiffany Shiloh Stanley. Hello. Hey, how's it going? I want to go back to bed. <laughs> so do I. It is super early, and since nobody sent us an intro topic today, I'm just going to go with the question everybody asked when I asked if people had questions, which was, how early is early? Huh. I mean, to me, it's before noon. Okay. Normally, I would agree with that, except I've had to wake up at like four for the last seven days, so I'm I'm going to say any time before seven. Ah, that time doesn't exist to me. <laughs> I know. It, I used to work third shift for a long time, so time becomes completely meaningless. <laughs> I don't even think classes exist before 7 here. I used to hate waking up before 8pm. <laughs> What's the worst? Anyway, it's, it's been a while since we've done one of these. It's been probably like a year or two since you've been on one of these. Yeah, right? you banned me. <laughs> I did, because you're always beeping. I'm not anymore. I stopped beeping like a year ago. <laughs> well, we've only been doing this for another, like, four months now? Five months? Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I, I have just not had time or done much Pokemon since the last episode, but I committed to a platform of excellence, and I promised I would get two of these out a month, and there's only ten days left in this month, so I got to put one out now which is why it's super early in the morning and i don't actually have a topic list but i asked for a couple of questions i've gone to pokemon for the past two weekends in a row so i've been doing things <laughs> nice i i did go to a pc two weeks ago a week ago i don't know i ended up getting fifth which netted me no cp because we had like 14 players Although the guy that got fourth put the wrong moves on his team sheet and then had to try and find out how to get Trick Room onto his Smeargle like halfway through the tournament. Oh, that sucks. And they, and they didn't disqualify him. Same guy went to a midseason showdown like two days later and got disqualified for a hack ditto. I... Dittos are not hard Pokemon to get. <laughs> yeah, it, uh, apparently the capture was in an egg. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't go to that midseason, but I heard about that. Uh, I've been to two midseason showdowns and a PC. I, I still only have two PC finishes. I have five. That, that counted. Uh, there's another one today that I might go to. Ooh, yay. It's, it's not, but I need to find a hip on top. Uh... It doesn't need to be shiny, but that would make my team completely pink and purple. Mm. Anyway, let's just jump into questions. Okay. Um, I just got a hot question off of Twitter about two minutes ago. And it is, what type of bear is best? And I... Are, th are there bears in VGC? 
Are we talking about, like, actual bears or bear Pokemon? Because those are two different things. Oh, that, that might be a reference to that show. Oh, that show that... Okay, it's coming back to me now. <laughs> you know, I, I'm i going to say I picked up on this reference, but I'm going to ignore it and keep it Pokemon, because that's what we're... Uh, like, so it's like Ursarang or Bear Tick, right? Are there other bears besides baby bears? I feel like there should be, but I can't remember at the moment. Okay, I, I'm going to say Bear Tick number one, because I love polar bears. Um, probably Teddy Ursa, then Ursarang, and then Cubshu is bottom tier because it has that snot bubble, and that creeps me. That just creeps me out. I don't like snot bubbles. I like Teddy Ursa. It looks so huggable. Yeah, Teddy Ursa's cool. I kind of like the snot bubble one though. <laughs> no, no, there's. <laughs> If it didn't have the snot bubble constantly, it would be a very nice Pokemon. But it does, and it's gross. Hmm. I can ignore it. It, uh... Uh... <laughs> oh. Are there other bears? I don't remember. I feel like I'm missing a bear. Me too. Is there a black bear? No... I think that might actually just be all the bear Pokemon. We just feel like there should be more because there's like 50 dog Pokemons and a gajillion butterflies and so many birds. There are a lot of birds. All right, next question. Um, should we go from the Nugget British thread or the Facebook thread? Or should I just flip-flop between these? So you know what? I want people to put questions in the Nugget Bridge thread, so I'm going to read those first. Um, first question is from Lightcore says, Bronzong has shown to be much more popular recently. Standard set is Gyro Ball, Trick Room, and Gravity. Which move do you think is the best fourth slot? We have seen Skill Swap, Hypnosis, and Safeguard as the popular option so far. Um, have you looked at Bronzong at all? I have looked at Bronzong. I've looked at most things. Uh, I like it. I'm really bad at Trick Rooming, though, which is a problem. So what do you think about the fourth slot there? I don't know. I mean, if you're going to run Gravity, Hypnosis seems like a pretty solid option. Uh, safeguard is always good, especially in this meta. I, it's every meta. It's I feel like it's first, worse, though. The first episode of our first of the Lava Pool is called I Beg You Everyone, Please Go With Safeguard. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that's such a good move. Uh... But I don't know about Bronzong. I mean, what I think makes Bronzong unique right now is the fact that it's a steel type, but it can be made to not be auto-killed by Groudon. There's a few of those. Really? Because I can't find any other ones. All of them just die to Groudon immediately. Meta Mega Metagross is bulky enough. Um... Mawile, after the Intimidate, can usually live one, depending on how you built it. Not Special Groudon, though. Well, Special Groudon is bad. But so. it still exists, and it's still going to kill your Mawile. Yeah, but they usually exist on very bad teams, so it doesn't really matter. Mm, okay. Uh, yeah, like even Bronzong, you don't really want to leave it in against a Groudon if you can help it. Mm. 
Yeah, I, I don't see what Bronzong is going to do against the Groudon regardless. Well, it can uh, gyro ball the Xerneas that's right next to it. Does that KO Xerneas? Uh, assuming Geomancy, said yes. It might even do it if it didn't, depending on the bulk. I haven't done the exact calcs, but I know that uh, Ferrothorn can do it, and it's not like uh, Bronzong is that much more offensive. Well, I mean, isn't the base power going to be the same whether it is geomancied or not? I'm not sure. Then I guess it always can. <laughs> Let me check. Oh, no. It is only 122 base power before it geomancies. If you are running min speed Bronzong. Okay. Um, I don't know. I, I tend to think protect is always the number one move for all Pokemon until... There's a really good reason not to run it on a certain set. Mm -hmm. So I'm kind of confused as why there's six moves listed here and none of them are protect. I found um, that protects on the decline in this meta. Like there are more things without protect. Well, that's going to be fun. But yeah, I I think gravity is only really applicable when you have a Groudon. So I, I don't think gravity needs to be on every Bronzong at all. Uh, you could still use a Kyogre to make the origin pulse more accurate. I mean, don't you just lose your own levitate? Uh, I mean, you could be running heatproof. It, with a Kyogre? Fair enough. Just, I don't know. I, I like gravity as a move. I, I don't know how I feel about Bronzong as a Pokemon, and I, I'm still even more skeptical about it as a gravity setter. Yeah, I feel like Gravity Center should be fast. I I feel like they shouldn't have um, Levitate or need stuff like that. I, I don't know. I, I guess a handful of good Gravity Setters do have Levitate. Chris? I said good Gravity Setters. Oh, okay. I mean, if you really wanted to, Metagross could also set Gravity. Oh, huh, that's fast. Um, alright. I'm I'm just going to move on to the next question because I have nothing more to say on Bronzong. Um, Noak Golf asks, at this point in the meta, if you had to guess the two restricted mons on the future world champions teams, which would you go with? Xerneas and Groudon? Yeah. Also, been seeing a lot of Tyranitar talk lately. Way really? Um, he's saying, way to go, Kamal, so... Mm -hmm. Oh, wait. So, are we talking about a, the Tyranitar is being talked about, or is this guy's name Tyranitar? Uh, he, the Pokemon Tyranitar, and I'm guessing Kamal used it, and that's why people are talking about it. Oh. And he asks, are these people off their rockers, or is there truly some potential in good old Titar? Um, I'm, I'm going to start with the last question first and say, yeah, Titar, like, has some potential, but it is, it's not great. I mean, as far as Pokemon that are not Mega or Restricted, and unless he is talking about Mega, in which case I really don't know, um, it does have the most stats of just about anything that's still legal. And Rock Typing is pretty good, especially since I, I've noticed Eveltal getting more and more popular, and Tyranitar is one of the better things to use against that. Um, I still think Trekan maybe is a better call there. 
Like, it doesn't get the dark aura boost, but it still does the damage, and it's got a fast rock slide, and if you switch it in on a Snarl, you get your nice little justified boost. So, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Tyranitar, do you? Not really. I This is the first I've heard of Tyranitar not being completely dead. Yeah. I liked it a lot last year. Yeah. I liked, I liked Mega a lot last year. I mean, this is the first meta where it isn't really, really, really obviously good. Well, I mean, the last two years, it barely got any play. Really? Oh. Yeah. I feel like I used it a lot. You did. <laughs> um, I think, like, you and Corey played a lot of Tyranitar that most other people were not using. And then last year, Tyranitar just completely was gone. Yeah. Poor Tyranitar. Yeah. Eh. I don't know. I I liked it more last year than I think any other year. But that's just because I look at teams completely differently. And it just didn't fit in other things. And now it fits in spreadsheets nicely. Well, it did. Now it doesn't anymore. Yeah. Alright, and the first part of the question. Two restricted mons, future world champions. Yeah, I'm going to say, since he says champions across all age divisions, I'm going to say there will be at least one Groudon and at least one Xerneas. I don't see any... Like, I know there's a handful of other restricted mods that could absolutely be on a world champion winning team. But I'm going to guess those are the two that absolutely will not miss. Um, I've noticed a lot less Xerneas lately. I don't know the reason for that, but... Xerneas is too good, especially against all the other Restricteds that aren't named Groudon. Yeah, basically. It's like the one fairy type in a bunch of dragons. Yeah. A bunch of dragons and a battle yeah. yeah, that too. I mean, there's also Ho-Oh and Lugia, but I haven't seen... I've seen a little bit of both of them, but not enough to... I've done a handful of theorying with Lugia. Um, not so much with Ho. I think on one of the other podcasts, I guess that Lugia was going to top cut an event sooner or later. And I guess we've only got one more set of regionals before it, before nationals. So I'm, I'm still saying Lugia is good and will do something, but I'm getting less optimistic about it. I mean, eventually, uh, hopefully it'll get multi-scale, which will make it a little bit better. I wouldn't hold your breath on that. I mean, they've released all the bird guys that go with them recently, their hidden abilities. Well, those are Gen 1 and not restricted Pokemon. That's true. They might. It would be cool. Well, I guess they did release the telepathy dragons. Yeah, that was a recent thing, I think. Yeah. That was before last round of regionals. <laughs> and then everybody got disqualified for hacking them. Oh, yeah. That was nice. People have to stop hacking. <laughs> like, seriously. <laughs> All right. Um, anything else you think is going to be on there for sure? I mean, I feel like if we're talking champions with a plural, I feel like somebody's gonna have a Mega Rayquaza. Okay, that's probably safe. 
kind of want to just say Lugia here and force Corey to make or use the Lugia team. Just to make us right? Yeah. Like, I, I, I gave him an okay Lugia team a while ago. Oh, that's like four months ago now. Ah, uh, man, I need to make a team soon for more Pokemon stuff. I should make a Lugia team. Lugia's alright. Um, if you want more Lugia ideas, talk to Toler, because I know he's been trying to figure out how to make Lugia work. Uh, I might bother him then. Um... All right, let's move on to the next question. And that's those are the only questions we got on the Nugget Bridge thread. People just don't use that, and it's annoying. If you have questions, put them in the Nugget Bridge thread. All right, so I'm going to go to... Where else did I ask for questions? Twitter? I already got the one Twitter question since we started, because so early nobody's on Twitter yet. Um, oh, that's right, Facebook. Facebook. Um... All right, we've got two more people asking questions here. We've got Jake and Patrick. Jake has like a thousand questions. So let's start with Patrick. Friend of the show, P-Ball, asks, We all know that Primal Groudon is the most centralizing restricted in the format so far and likely for the season. That's that's true. Um, what do you think is the second best and why? And he says Primal Kyogre or Xerneas. Um, I... I think we already established that Xerneas is either number two or number one. Like, Groudon is the most centralizing for sure, but I think Xerneas is maybe better. I don't, I don't know. I go back and forth on that one a lot. I think that they're about tied. Yeah. Um, as for Primal Kyogre, I don't think that's... Like, that's definitely not in the conversation for second best, and I, I'm i not even sure I'd put it in, like, my top five or six for restricted Pokemon. I think that I would put Mega Rayquaza, or even non-Mega Rayquaza, before I put Kyogre, just because I feel like both Rayquazas beat Groudon more consistently than Kyogre does. So, so does Kyurem. And, I mean, Kyogre's, like, biggest thing right now is that it's one of the handful of primals that can one-shot Groudon, but it also has that big little asterisk saying, hey, if Groudon comes out second or is slower, Kyogre has to use Ice Beam. Also, like, assuming the Groudon is faster or they speed tie, if they've got a Groudon out and then you put in the Kyogre, you're going to eat a Precipial Blades, and then if they're faster, you're going to eat another one, and then you'll be dead. Whatever. <laughs> um, and yes, that's true. Kyogre not being that effective against Groudon all the time is, is a big issue because there's a lot of dragons that wall it. I mean, other than Salamence and Rayquaza, which you can Ice Beam. But unless Rayquaza has already Dragon Ascended, you're not one-shotting that with Ice Beam. Yeah. And so, basically, you're just a worse Kyurem at that point. Kyurem can also one-shot Groudon and never speed ties, because it's faster, and has stab Ice Beam. Yeah. Um, like, even Palkia, to an extent. Because if you're going to run Rayquaza with Kyogre just to avoid that scene, like, you're almost better off running Palkia, because it's 
faster, also has a water stab, and if you get rid of the sun, it murders Groudon even better. It also walls um, Palkia, and it gets thunder. I mean, it walls Kyogre, and it gets thunder. Yes. Yeah. Um, Ky- Kyogre, I mean, wh- what other restricted is it actually helping against? Uh, I mean, Hello? if... Maybe? Kind of? Yeah, I don't know. What I feel like it's good for is, if you, assuming that you ignore all the restricteds, because they can only be, I guess, you know, a third of your team, it can murder anything that isn't restricted. All restricteds can do that. Well, Louie can. It can murder them at the same time, though, because it has water spout, so it can murder two things at the same time. But it's a base 90 speed, so it's probably going to get hit first. That's kind of why I kind of like those people who run non-Mega Kyogre with Rayquaza, and they uh, scarf it. Yes. See that? That makes sense. That's that's some 2010 stuff right there. But even then, if you see a Groudon, it's... Well, no, because you, no, you got the Rayquaza. It's... If you run into Wide Guard, you're, you're screwed, though. As many wide guard users as I feel like there should be. That's very true. I I don't know why there's not more Age Slash or Hitmontop. Hitmontop, like when the season got announced, it's like, oh man, Hitmontop's gonna be back. I know it's, that's what I thought too. It's got Intimidate. It's got Fake Out. It's got Wide Guard. It beats Kangaskhan. Like it stops all this stuff. It's gonna be so good. And like the Walrin spread, I ran for. Winter Regionals was speeding just so it could outspeed four HP or four speed hit on top so I wouldn't take a close combat immediately. And then nobody ever started running hit on top. Yeah, it also gets faint in helping hand. Ooh, and quick guard too. It does. Oh yeah, helping hand so good. And it has all the, yeah, like people People are go I don't think people can stop running not hit on top. I think Hitmontop's going to jump in there as one of the better non-restricted, non-mega Pokemon. Because it just is. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> do you know how many restricted Pokemon just start one-shotting all the other restricted Pokemon with a helping hand boost? Oh, I've done the calcs, like all of them. Like, if yeah. you have something with an item and a helping hand boost, it, it can murder the rest of the meta. Anything, basically. Yeah. And, and Hitmontop has that nice Intimidate fake out So you get the defense and the free turn And oh god, it's so good Hitmontop's so good I feel like it works really well with Mewtwo I'm, It does <laughs> It very much does um, I'm gonna say I like Hitmontop more than Kyogre right now Like that that's where I'm at with this metagame um, But as far as Kyogre like, let, Let's just rank it Next to the other restricted Pokemon, I'm going to pull up a list of restricted. Um, I'm going to say Groudon, Xerneas, Curum, Rayquaza, Palkia, probably top five. All of them are definitely above Kyogre for me. I'm going to say... 
personally, Mewtwo is also above Kyogre, but I'm not sure if that if that works objectively. They're probably about tied. I'm gonna put Kyogre on the level of like Dialga. Maybe maybe Valtel. Valtel might be higher. I like you, Valtel. It's only real downside is the fact that it loses harder than anything else to Xerneas. Yeah. Alright, I'm gonna say Kyogre, Dialga, Ho-Oh are all about tied. Unless you can convince me that it's better than any of those. No, I'm not gonna try. I really don't like Kyogre. I'm not sure if I'm just bad at using Kyogre or if it's a bad Pokemon. It's not a bad Pokemon. It's just there are better Pokemon. That's fair. I, I think people need to start playing with other Pokemon to see what's actually going on. Oh, man. God. What? I got another Twitter question, and it's also from Jake, who likes to send me questions, like, absolutely everywhere, except for the thread that I told him to post in. All right. His, his Twitter question is, thoughts on bulky, slow, versus fast, and frail, Groudon Ogre? I... It's all the problems that I have with Kyogre are like double with Groudon Kyogre teams. Oh, I hate the Groudon Kyogre teams because, like, if they're played well, they could do really well. But Again, it's everything. Yeah, but if you play them poorly, you end up in a really, really worse than average position because it- you kind of can wall yourself into that position where you've got Kyogre Groudon out there, but you're in the sun, so your Kyogre is basically useless, so you can just dogpile the Groudon. Yeah, absolutely. And if you're playing an opponent who knows what they're doing, they can force you into those situations fairly easily. Because those are the only two restricted on your team, so they can kind of manipulate, hey, I want this thing to come out here now. It's like, oh, if they leave this and they're losing all this other... Yeah, it's... Why would you nerf your one of your strongest Pokemon? Yeah. Like if and I've said this a number of times before, I don't know if I've said it on the podcast. If you're rap if you really need Groudon and Kyogre, don't make the Groudon primal. Oh yeah, you know, there's really nothing wrong with non primal Groudon. If you give it an item, you can actually do more damage than Primal Groudon. And you're not weak to ground. And you beat other Groudons, and it's great. You do. The, the issue there is most people use Groudon as one of their Xerneas checks, and it doesn't do that as well. Well, It doesn't it do it at all. I'm, I've, I've, it doesn't, but it, it... Well, you can live and attack, unless it geomancies. It's always going to geomancy. The fun thing is, if you have a choice band and Iron Tail, you one-shot Xerneas, so that's not an issue. Um... You can also one-shot Kangaskhan with Hammer Arm and all the other Groudons with Choice Pan Precipice Blades, and they can't get you back because you're not weak to ground. But most importantly, your Kyogre can still use all of its water moves in the rain, which is nice. Yeah. But yeah, I... If you're gonna run Primal Groudon, don't run, don't run a Kyogre. 
And if you absolutely need to run Kyogre, find something besides Brom Groudon. Um, so as far as bulky slow versus fast and frail, if you're running both, I, I, I really don't care because I'm, I'm going to outmaneuver you either way. It doesn't matter. I, I don't know. I feel like the team, like, if we're talking in general, which is better, assuming that they are on separate teams, I, I feel like the team that they're on should determine whether you're running fast or you're running bulky. Yeah, it, it's always team-specific. I've been using a lot of fast Groudon lately just because I don't want to take Precipice Blades before I get to Precipice Blades. Yeah, but then if you run into other Groudon that's also fast, then it comes down to the speed tie, and then you, you lose. Well, like, yeah, I'd, I'd rather have it 50-50, like, half the time than always know that I'm going to eat it first. Mm. I'd rather give myself the chance than not. Yeah. Alright, so now let's get back to... More questions from Jake. <laughs> All right, I'm just gonna do these one at a time. He says, "Where the, uh, where is our stipend info?" Uh, I don't know. I I don't like how he phrased the question. It's not the curse word. It's the fact that he used the word "our." Um, it, it's not. It's not our stipend info. It's the Pokemon Company deciding if they have the money to give out to people for free i have like, heard it, it's one of those things where people just assume that they're owed all this stuff they're absolutely not that that's not how this works like they have been very generous in years past giving people money to go to these things which they absolutely do not have to do and they absolutely do not have to do it again so if they would it would be really nice it would be really cool to keep doing that you're you're not owed that, and it, don't don't say that it is your thing that they're taking away from you, because they're not. So I've heard. Well, I've got a couple feelings about this. One, I have heard from other people. I don't know if it's true. Can't confirm that there is a hole in the budget that like it doesn't add up. So people have been using that as an argument for there is stipends. That's where the stipend money is coming from. They just haven't announced it. But I feel like it's it would be really weird for them to announce it if it exists this late in the format. And I also know that I think that if I was TPCI, I would have figured out by now that people will come to my events, regardless of whether or not I pay them. So I just wouldn't pay them anymore. Oh, also, they don't have they didn't come out with a game this year, so that means they've got less money to draw from. Yeah, but they're doing their 20th anniversary stuff. So they've been selling a bunch of merch and old games, and they put out the stuff on the virtual console. Oh, that's true. We we did. They did sell a lot of merch. Yeah. They have a lot of stuff. Yeah, there, there's not a new game, but I'm guessing they're doing pretty well this year as far as selling stuff. Fair enough. Um, but yeah, second info. I don't know. Like that's. How, how would I know that? I don't work for them. Um, next question. 
when will people use restrictors that aren't primals x y ray um i already top cut with a mewtwo thank you very much um i i think people already are right like other people top cut with dialga people have used palkia kiram top cut a bunch yeah i think that uh, a lot of those pokemon are really good i I really like Palkia and Dialga. They're both really good. I wish that Dialga was a physical attacker. Or it got haze or something. Yeah. But yeah, pe- people are using those restricted. It's just not the masses that are using those. Because they don't know how to think for themselves. Or build teams. So they just use whatever won the most stuff. Which is a way to do things, I suppose. Um, next question. Will the entire country get world's invites, or will that one person who doesn't really miss by 3 CP? That's going to be you, Fidget. I know. I've, I've done the math, and if I get, like, top 128 at nationals right now without getting any more CP, I'm going to miss by, like, 3 CP. And, and I'll sad. find that funny. <laughs> so I should probably, I should probably just bite the bullet and go to that PC tonight and then take a cab back. Which is going to be expensive, but. Do you guys have Uber there? We do, but it's it's a long way away. Like it's six. The last time I took an Uber back from that one, it was sixty bucks. Oh. But yeah, I, I'm going to guess a lot of people will not make worlds. Like there's going to be tons of people that miss it, from like three to a couple hundred CP. It's. It's easier to get CP, and them having a bar this year is really nice, but it is not an automatic invite by any means. You still have to go to a lot of events to get that much CP, um, or do super well at nationals. So, I mean, yeah, it, it rewards the people that are committed enough to keep coming to these events, basically. And there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, next question. Why are some regionals best of one, one day, and others are best of three, two days? I think it depends on the amount of people they're projecting to have. Yeah, it's it's that and the amount of staff that they have and how well they think they can run the thing. Um, but yeah, that is entirely staff dependent on the needs of that region. There's no standard there, but there are reasons for that. I went to a mid-season showdown the other day where they voted like five minutes before the thing started on whether we wanted to do best of one or best of three. That sucks. Yeah, because it was like, they and like she didn't specifically say in like the Facebook thing, so it's like I have no idea what I'm team building for. This would gratefully impact my decisions right now, but I don't know, so I just have to assume both at the same time. Yeah. I think at this point, I'm just always building for best of three, and if I get stuck in a best of one, I I don't really care. I usually end up winning the best of ones anyway. Mm. Although, I've had it twice now, where I've beaten somebody in Swiss, and then had to play them immediately in top cut. And then I would win game one top cut, so I just won two in a row, and then I would lose two, so it would be tied 2-2. Two, two but they get to move on. And it's super annoying. (laughs) No, I I beat him twice. 
and then he only beat me twice. So why does he get, you know, because I'm good at best of three, but not best of four, apparently. Wonder if you'd be good at best of five. I would hope so. I, I kind of want, like, best of seven series for Top Cut matches. <laughs> that sounds so long and so annoying. It does. But, and I guess if you have, like, a really bad matchup, it wouldn't last very long. But otherwise, it would be really good to see what was going on in game, like, six and seven. Most of the time before regionals this year, I've ended up doing, like, best of seven matches with other players ahead of time because they need to get their nerves out and I haven't used my team at all until then so that works out. It's, it's a lot of fun because after like game four there's not a lot you don't know about everybody's team and you just gotta try and make the move. It, it, it gets super interesting past game four. So good. Um, let's see. Next question... When will I run out of stupid questions? Um, never. You never run out of stupid questions, Jake. Seconded. Oh, and then he said, now that's when I entered one for you. Okay, but he posted this 15 hours ago, and then he sent another one on Twitter. So he was wrong, and we were right, because that's just how Pokemon works. Um, and I don't have any other questions. Yay, we're done, I guess. Unless you have questions. Mm. Not really. Alright, do you have anything you would like to plug? Like to your what? Plug, like your YouTube account or your Twitter? No, I do not really do social media. Your Twitch channel? I don't have even own one. Your know, blog? Nope. Blog? Um... What else are the kids into these days? One of those picture-sharing apps, perhaps? No. Photo Bucket. That's that's the one all the kids are on right now, right? <laughs> I, I, I don't think so, but I could be wrong. Okay. I, I have an Etsy still. <laughs> okay, there you go. That's a thing. That's a thing you can actually promote and make money off of. Oh. Do, do you want to tell people what that is? Uh, if you go on Etsy, I've got one called Reveal Glass if you want to buy a Pokemon stained glass. I do commissions. There we go. Just like that. We got a promo. <laughs> Alright. Um, you can find me at Twitter, as always, on Dr. Underscore Fidget. Uh, also on the popular On Again, Off Again podcast, The Lava Pool, which is on iTunes and other various places if you just google the lava pool i think we're the first hit otherwise just search us on itunes um if you're listening to this you probably already know that but maybe you don't so there you go um i will be back with another episode in like a week or so if anybody has guest ideas for that let me know uh, i guess i'm gonna probably have to end up recording that next wednesday because that's last day off I have next week so until then I'm Sam I'm Tiffany and we'll see you next time on the Lava Pool
Oh, sorry. Let's do that again. That was one. You didn't clap. One, <laughs> two, three. That's again. Don't clap on three. Clap after three. Okay. It's one, two, three. Clap. Okay, you do it then. Okay. Um. Yeah. One, two, three. Okay. Now we're ready.